Welcome to the FBC Athens podcast, open to explore devotions. The devotion for today, the 13th day in our Lenten journey to the cross, is given by David Malines. It is based on the parable of the laborers in the vineyard, as recorded in Matthew 20, verses 1 through 16. Today, it is read from the New Living Translation. Listen to the tune of Simple Gifts, played by Addison Acock, and prepare your mind, heart, and spirit to listen for God. For the kingdom of heaven is like the landowner who went out early one morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay the normal daily wage and sent them out to work. At nine o'clock in the morning, he was passing through the marketplace and saw some people standing around doing nothing. So he hired them, telling them he would pay them whatever was right at the end of the day. So they went to work in the vineyard. At noon and again at three o'clock, he did the same thing. At five o'clock that afternoon, he was in town again and saw some more people standing around. He asked them, Why haven't you been working today? They replied, Because no one hired us. The landowner told them, Then go out and join the others in my vineyard. That evening, he told the foreman to call the workers in and pay them, beginning with the last workers first. When those hired at five o'clock were paid, each received a full day's wage. When those hired first came to get their pay, they assumed they would receive more, but they too were paid a day's wage. When they received their pay, they protested to the owner. Those people worked only one hour, and yet you've paid them just as much as you paid us, who worked all day in the scorching heat. He answered one of them, Friend, I haven't been unfair. Did you agree to work all day for the usual wage? Take your money and go. I wanted to pay this last worker the same as you. Is it against the law for me to do what I want with my money? Should you be jealous because I am kind to others? So those who are last now will be first then, and those who are first will be last. We are all familiar with the parable of the laborers in the vineyard. Comprising the first 16 verses of Matthew 20, this is the story of a landowner who needs workers. He goes out once and hires whomever he can find. He goes out at noon and three and finds others to work. Finally, he makes a last trip into a town and rounds up some stragglers to do some work, and all who have been hired will get paid what's right. The twist, and I do love the twist, comes at the end when it's pay time. Instead of getting an hourly wage, everybody gets the same pay. Everybody. Naturally, those who worked all day find this extremely distressing. 
they actually get the most descriptive sentence as they grumble and grouse about the heat of the sun and the amount they had to work. Caring for vines is tiring work, and whether in mud or dust, it is dirty, to be sure. The owner replies, perhaps crankily, that it is his own business to do what he wants with his money. A bargain was made, and a bargain was honored, and Jesus ends it with one of those phrases that stopped me in my reading of the Bible because you're so used to hearing it out of context, about the last being first and the first being last. Now, I'm personally not worried about fairness for me. I don't recall worrying about it too much in the past either. I've been blessed and privileged not to have to worry about food or clothing or shelter, so equity, let alone fairness, isn't really a memory. Perhaps I did worry about it as a child and don't remember it. I have recently started to be concerned about it, however. I have heard about unfairness a lot for all the time that my second child has been able to talk, and especially now that he could use a cell phone. Fairness can easily be seen and understood, as my secretly garrulous son points out. Equity requires perhaps more empathy and perhaps more realization of different realities, or perhaps just shrugged off as we might always have it. But what about God's sense of fairness and equity? It isn't in sight in these verses. Clearly, there is no real sense of it. The landowner scolds the first workers and calls them out as envious. Irrational or not, though, he's still giving a day's wages to anybody who wants to work. I try not to infer too much to any parables, but I do want to do so here. There is a reason that the latter workers weren't hired earlier. Maybe they were up late caring for somebody. Maybe there was a grudge against them by other landowners, or, thinking the worst, they had too much wine the night before and dawn was far too early. Regardless, he gave a denarius. He went out and searched. And when those found did the work, they were paid, and it was enough to live on. They weren't going to have to worry about their base needs for the night. Returning to the issue of fairness, one other point occurs to me, and this is that things we think are important might not actually be. The way that the workers were treated is unfair to some of them, but the landowner found different things important. I hadn't noticed this before in my previous readings. It was apparently important to get the work done in the vineyard, and it was so important the landowner paid more money than was actually necessary to get it done. This spending is baffling to us, especially today. But the vineyard is a metaphor for grace, and while it might not be fair, the reward is far greater than a denarius. Letting go of what we perceive to be important is always a hard thing. Matter of fact, I shouldn't use the word we there. It might be true for other people, but unquestionably, it's hard for me. I'm not worried about what's fair as it applies to me, but I will cling to things or tasks that I deem important very tightly. I will especially cling to ways of doing things because figuring out the best way to do something so I don't have to think about it again is the main thing that helps me get done. Stepping back and looking at things with an eye that others might use or that God might use is not second nature to me. Thus, it seems letting go of ego and thinking more about what Jesus would find important could be a good challenge for Lent. I'm a bit late to officially start, but I suppose there's plenty of time left. <laughs>